It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hello, welcome to the final. Where the Everton won Crystal Palace nil FA Cup third round replay. Goodison Park, joined by Jack in the studio with myself and Ped. And um, it was cold. A cold night at Goodison Park. Wasn't quite bait Borisov cold, but it was cold. Uh, But Everton got the job done, Ped, and I think that's really all we can say. It wasn't a great game, but we got the job done. Can't imagine this is going to be a very long show. No, Um, no. No, it was nice being a bit bit of a... Been a traumatic Everton week, I think. I mean, you know, that'll be normal Everton. Normal Everton week. Um, yeah, and that's. I think that's all we hoped for, didn't we? Just get the job done, and no one really wanted to be there last night. It wasn't a game. I think many were excited for. Uh, you know, there was a lot of. Oh, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people at the game last night who wouldn't normally get to get to go to the game, and that was great mm-hmm. for them. Um, Palace fans certainly weren't. I, f- I actually felt a little bit sorry for fa- Palace fans last night. The ones who travelled. Did you? Just because, like, the manager taking the best player off with 25 minutes ago and things like that. I, I did think... To be fair, though, the rest of the players on the pitch didn't look like they wanted to be there. No, no, I, I, just, I just felt a little bit sorry for no, them. No. I don't very often feel sorry for the away fans, but mm-hmm. I did actually feel sorry for them last night. Um, but no, we're through. We're through, and that's all that matters. A piece of a piece of class got us into the next round, and I think in... I think in a lot of early cup games where it can go either way. I, I listened to Roy Hodgson on the way home and he basically admitted he'd rather have lost the, the first game yeah, well, than have a replay. I got that impression from both of them mm. at the first game that it was do or die on the night. You know, if we get beat, we're out and we move on. If we get through, great. But we they didn't want an extra game. And Hodgson said after the first game, neither myself or Sean wanted this replay, you know, wanted this to go to a replay. And that... There is going to be changes to the FA Cup. It's already at the fifth. The fifth round is a Wednesday night, which is rubbish and no replay state of penalty. So, Jack, where do you stand on the replay situation at the moment? Would you just go, it's basically a one-off game, where if you're drawn home, good for you, if you're away, but it's decided on the day. And would you have extra time? Because last night there was some fears near the end that we'd have to sit for another 30 minutes in the cold. 
Uh, what do you just do? What the Carabao Cup do? 90 minutes and penalties. Where are you? Yeah, well, me and Ped had a good chat about the replay system on MTAG mm. before on the live show. That you know, if, if people want to hear about it in mm. more detail, they can go and mm. check that out. But I think replays serve a good purpose for EFL teams and mm. you know, non league teams was the, the financial bonus for them, especially if it's against you know, Premier League or mm. big championship team. It's massive, but. I think ultimately we shouldn't just look on that and have that and keep that. I think maybe okay, we find a better way to financially support these teams in, in terms of restructuring the money so they don't have to bank on, okay, we'll get a good team and then we'll get a replay with them and that'll financially sort us. Mm. Maybe just come up with a system that just financially sorts them anyway for getting to that stage of the FA Cup. Maybe they just get a cash bonus for reaching that round. Mm. I don't like replays. I don't think anyone inside the Premier League does. Mm. They're often just quite boring affairs like we seen last night where especially when you get two teams who aren't favourites for the competition mm. who do have yeah. small squads, they don't really fancy it. The fans don't fancy it. I think even a lot of Evertonians who go in the game didn't particularly fancy it. It was just and I've known my brother went and he didn't even know what time the kickoff was just because it was just a case of that's more about your brother, I'll be honest. No, it, it just none of none of us I'll be honest, much. Jack. In this day and age, a, a glance at your phone tells you the kickoff time. You know, yeah. he well, should have been. He had a glance at his phone and then he knew. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's. It's all about the excitement of it. Yeah, rather the excitement than, than, than you know, you know, the going for it. Yeah, it's. I think really, ideally, we'd get to a stage where we don't need replays to you know financially support a handful of clubs. Mm. We can just do straight to penalties. Because I don't think anyone particularly likes extra time. It's extra time just two teams trying not to lose it. Ninety nine percent of the time, just go straight to penalties. You know what you get, and then the Carabao Cup does it right. And yeah, obviously you would need to change things financially first. But, yeah, but I think once no. I think that sort that out, get around that, and then let's just commit to no replays, straight to penalties, and then it just makes it easier for everyone, doesn't it? It is a bit. It is a bit. My pet that from. Not the, not the fourth round, but the fifth round that is basically the replays have gone out the window. Yeah, but that, that tells you why, though. The reason why is because the magic of the cup mm. is still smaller teams beating bigger teams, the upsets, and there's going to be less of those teams in the fifth mm. round anyway. That's where the business that's where the business starts, and they know they can get away with it from the fifth so round. So would you though. leave it in the third and fourth round, then, would you? See, I don't know what... what I, I don't know what's the best for everyone, mm. because ultimately... I could sit here now and go, give all teams that are not in the Premier League the home game. Mm. And they might go, we don't want the home game. Mm. Because we've got a six, 7,000 capacity where we could be getting somebody who's got 60,000. Mm. We could be giving 10,000 tickets, mm. take 25% of the gate and earn loads more. And all our fans get a day out. Do you know what I mean? It's so hard. You can't. Yeah, yeah. See, for us, we think, oh, they want give them the home game, and they're like, but yeah. we don't want the home yeah, game. Yeah. We that's that's us talk almost talking down. Well, it is mm. talking down to them. I think what you'd have to do is you'd have to talk to the EFL and the Premier League and the FA. You're gonna have to get together and, and work out the best system. Get rid of VAR from the competition until Everyone the semi-finals, maybe. Could you also try and sort a system maybe where before the game takes place the two teams can agree on if they want a replay or not? If they both say no replay then there's no replay but if one team says yes replay then it can go. To a replay that, that protects the, the then, lower league club no, than Everton yeah. Palace. That's, who the, that's the problem is there's no the real, there's no, 
we the best solution for Premier League teams isn't the best solution for the Championship teams, or it's, yeah, it's so difficult, teams isn't it? More games. Than no, I know that's what I'm saying. It's so teams. difficult, isn't it? Mm. And as I said, like you could have VAR in the semi-finals because you know both finals are going to be played at Wembley, and it's which is rubbish on its own. But then it becomes that thing of like, well, then it becomes even, and I, I don't know what's so. best. I don't know what's best for 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 ev- for everybody involved. Premier League teams wouldn't want replays because they because the it's so congested. Mm. So, but Blackpool last night got into extra time against the Premier League club, and after playing them away and taking them back, so tell them to, to go and tell a Blackpool fan. Yeah, go and tell Blackpool. Fa- own, yeah. Go and tell Blackpool they've got money from the first game, money from the second mm. game, and and uh, certainly there are fans who've gone away have had a great day. Mm. Go and tell them. I mean, if we we can't have a. Maybe it's again. Maybe it's something like the League Cup. We we have to take something out the League Cup. We have to start looking at that and thinking the teams who are in Europe are just not in it. So so you don't have to start worrying about. The congestion of of all these games, you know, Liverpool will play. <clears throat> Liverpool will play the uh, the the fourth round three or four days after they've played the second round of the uh, sorry the the second leg of the of the semi final. Mm-hmm. Take that out the equation, maybe. Uh, and as Jack said, pay them a little bit more money. And because because if we are banking on a system which is basically <laughs> financial, then. What is what's the magic of the cup anymore? Because that was never the I'd never heard people talk about money when I was growing up with the magic of the cup. It was about giant killing, um, and giant killing is just something that doesn't happen anymore. If we're saying it's just it's purely financial now, then I, we're gonna have to do something about that. Then Crystal City will say it was a giant killing, they obviously knocked West Ham up the other night, but that is one of the only ones in, in the third round, doesn't it? Um, Jack, the manager went with Jalva Virginia in goal again. Um, had the two goalies on the bench last night, Jordan Pickford and Andy Lonergan. But it went with Jal Virginia. Um, I was a little bit surprised he didn't give Beto a start. I think these are the games where you you should be using your squad a little bit. I think at home as well. Um, but he didn't. He went with he went with Dominic Calvert Lewin up there. And I mean the Virginia thing. What have you made of that? Because obviously it's not. So Pickford isn't cup tied. It's just to give Jal Virginia some game time, and, and you know did well in the first the first game, I suppose, and he did well again last night. Yeah, I've been impressed with Virginia. To be honest, I thought in the first game he did what he needed to do. He made routine saves, but he mm-hmm. still made them. And then in this game, especially towards the end, he made a really good save mm-hmm. and a few throughout. And look, is he ever going to be in contention to be our starting goalkeeper? Not while Jordan Pickford's at the mm-hmm. club. But it's good to know, and we are going off a small sample size here, so I'm trying to be realistic. Yeah. But from what we've seen, he looks a capable enough number two, mm. which is fine. That's all we need him to be, because all we need from our number two is someone who can play if we need to. Mm. We're not going to get someone to you know really rival Jordan Pickford for that spot, because no football club needs that. You have your number one, and they're your number one. Mm. It's just someone who, okay, if anything happens, if there's an injury or whatever, you can come in and do good enough and mm. Virginia's done good enough in his game so far um, in terms of Beto I, I would have liked to see him start but I wasn't surprised he didn't mm. he obviously favours Calvert-Lewin <laughs> and I do understand why despite his poor form and you know with his poor finishing in the last few weeks I just think yeah Beto we offer something different and I am a fan of Beto and I want him to do well but I look at some of the chances Calvert-Lewin's missed 
and I think Beto might score them, but mm-hmm. I don't know if he gets himself in for those chances in the first place. I don't know if he always makes the intelligent run. I don't know if he always shows for the ball as well as Calvert-Lewin might. I think that's where, you know, Calvert-Lewin has spent, what, six, seven years playing in the Premier League now, mm-hmm. around that number. Yeah. Beto's only been a professional footballer for about four years, and that's, mm-hmm. you know, coming through Portugal and Italy. Yeah. He's just mm-hmm. not had that standard of coaching drilled into him. I would have gave him the start just to go okay fair strikers out of form if he comes in better comes in maybe gets a goal that gives him a boost and you know it, it's another opportunity to work on something in a game that isn't our top priority mm. but i just don't think he fancies him and to a degree i do understand why yeah i mean for me you're just flogging the dead horse with dom at the moment because every game that goes past without him scoring the pressure cranks up even more you can see his looks He's, the goal must just look tiny to him right now. Whereas I think sometimes it's it's sensible to take someone off the firing line, freshen them and get them back on. But I, yeah, you, you know, he's more refined than what Beto is, of course. He has his hold-up place better. Good in the air. I just don't think he's playing very well. And I'd be saying the same for a midfield player, a winger, a full-back, a centre-back. It's just, You can't go, well, we're just going to keep playing him. Because that that's not not the way you look after your players, but the managers chose that and that's fine. That's what he went with. Um Ped, I, I thought in a in a low intensity game, because it was mm. low intensity as in both teams were either freezing or just not asked. Yeah. In the open, you could see that in the opening fifteen minutes. Thought Everton settled down all right. I mean it's difficult because both teams kind of cancel themselves out, didn't they? It was neither team loves the ball. You can see that both want to try mm. to break, but oh, we, I thought we started comfortably enough. Yeah, that, obviously, Gomez did me back in instead of two the teams without the best players, mm. basically, or the well, players who make, players, make, yeah. make them tick. And yeah, you could see it early on. It was, it was, it was, uh, it was a battle in the centre of the park. Mm. Who, who didn't, who want, who didn't want the ball most effectively, wasn't <laughs> it? And kept on just keeping, giving it over and. Both teams just lack real quality in the attack and mm. third. Obviously, they had Ezzy, but he was really, really quiet. In fact, I don't think I've ever seen him play at the level he played when we beat them early on the season. Yeah, 3-2. Yeah. I don't know if he's had a game as good as that mm. since. Um, but, but yeah, we are, we are very basic in the final third. Mm. And the way we play, the structure we play to clearly... The manager wants Jack Harrison and Dwight McNeil to get back into defensive positions. Mm. And that, because they both lack pace, and they find it hard to join up. And that's where Decore is so good, because he can join he up can quicker. Also. Gomez is interesting, because if Decore is out again, that's actually an interesting one. Is he the only real fit into a number 10 that you can get a more rounded skill set? I don't know. He would probably look to get Jack Harrison if Ashley Young is available. But I just thought we lacked, and I actually thought Gomez was the only one who actually, when he got on the ball, was looking to do something slightly different, mm. so avert, available on, on the last time we had the ball, where with Harrison and McNeil, you know exactly what they're going to do. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's a case of, can you stop what we're going to do in nine times out of ten? I don't think it's very hard to stop what they do. I, I look at both of them and... Uh, I'm so, uh, f- through various stages of the season, I've been so up and down with both of them. Mm. But it is, you know, it is noticeable. Same, same, McNeil's got, the, has got injuries and Harrison's got 
the fact that he like this is might be his only season in Everton, but both of their levels aren't great, are they? Let's let's be let's be honest about that. Like McNeil's nowhere near what he was last season. Mm. He's not got to that level of consistency that he was second half of the season, mm. and it really shows because. You know, he doesn't get the ball into the box. He's not supplying. Harrison takes too long. Harrison looks like Peter Beagley at times. You know, he just, again, it's like, I'll Decision go to cross. I'll, you're, I, I do feel sorry for any centre forward who plays for this team because they have no one close to them and there's no real supply line and they don't, you know, McNeil isn't just putting the crosses into the box. Yeah. I'd rather our wide players just put like seven or eight crosses in a game because I'd be pretty confident that Don will get on the end of it. And if he yeah. does, then it's up to him to put in the back of the net. And I thought Gomez was really the only little drive, the only little spark that, that either team had. Both had like opportunities, but it was a very poor game. If you didn't watch, you didn't really miss much. Two safer times, I think, Evan. I think McNeil isn't playing well. He was, you know, second half of the season, he was excellent and he was a threat and lots of crosses, shots. He, he looked like he could ping one in from anywhere. And he, at times this season, he's, he's shown glimpses that you can see the abilities in that left foot. I don't know whether he's injured at the moment or he's just, he's, I know he's had a lot going on personally. I get that, so I'm not going to call him out too much. I just think he's just not at the level that, that he was. And when you set standards, the players have to match that, don't they? Jack Harrison's decision making lets him down. He works hard enough. He runs up and down. He closes down. He where he puts the shift in. Decision making's it does. It, I mean, Ped's right there. It does affect a striker because you don't know whether it's a stick or a bust. Is it coming in now? Do I get myself away? I'm always turned back. But I still think even even James Garner now I do on Arna last night. Too often the passes sideways or backwards, mm. and it was only someone like Gomez. And Michalenko, really, who, who were playing the ball from Patterson, trying to get Dom in behind, were playing forward passes. And that's something we've definitely got to improve in the second half of the season, Jack, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And just on McNeil, he is unfit at the moment. Mm. You know, he came in, he had his injury, which looked a lot worse than it actually was. But mm. he came into the Villa game after not training and then a quick turnaround into Palace. But so why didn't he just play Dan Zuma then? Well, that's another issue, isn't if, it? If Dwight the, isn't the fully fit, why not just play Dan Zuma? That's another issue. He, again, it's a player he obviously doesn't fancy, but it's... OK, I know we have our system, and overall our system has worked this season, and look, I'm not Dan Zuma's mm. biggest fan, but, no, it's, but can we make tweaks to what we do to just mm. try and get... We've got players who are good enough to play in this team, we just don't fit this team, mm. Dan Zuma and Beto. OK, so can we make tweaks to get the best out of them, or are we married to this system, which, you know, we've done well. Yeah, but it's not you know we can move away from it if we need to we just need to figure out okay what are we going to do next but with McNeil he, he's clearly been unfit and he struggled before this before he got injured mm. and he come back as well so you know while it is an issue now he's not done well enough this season to have me you know confident he's going to be backfire and once he is fit again you know he, he does need to find that little bit extra I just think him and Harrison are a bit too ordinary at mm. times, and that's the issue because you look at wingers and you go, okay, you get you know your hard work and bread and butter winger like McNeil, like Jack mm. Harrison, or you get your flashy winger, which you know a Dan Juma type who mm. probably won't work as hard. It's about finding that balance, and I think in terms of balance, we've probably got two of the better ones for what we can get in terms of no, yeah, yeah. the level we are. You know, right the, in terms of the goals they <coughs> might score and then work rate as well, they strike a decent balance, mm. but. 
think at times we could just do with going to going the other way a little bit more, just get a little bit more out of them. But I don't know if they're that type of player. Really? So it's okay. It goes back to the system. It goes okay. Can we change the system to give our wingers a little bit more freedom? Do we okay? If the core is not available, do we change the shake up of our midfield to give us more protection in the wide areas so the wingers don't have to track back as much? They can stay further forwards. Maybe that benefits Dan Juma. Yeah. It's just about looking at what we've got. How can we make things work rather than, like you said, flogging a dead horse? We need pace, don't we? We need mm. pace in the wide areas, and it's not. It's pace to transition. It's pace. The manager's always going to ask them to get back and create, you know, a six at mm. times across the back line that like we did against Villa. Mm. But it's the pace that transition into the next phase. So when Dom, the ball gets to Dom, they can get across the ground quickly and get mm. closer to him. And that, that's, that, they're both slow. Both slow players. And the problem with Dan Juma is, he's probably quicker, but he's, he, hasn't, he hasn't got that football. He hasn't got the drive either. But he, hasn't, he just hasn't got that football intelligence of, of what he wants to do is pick up the ball. And do it all himself. He's got no other thought. Now, that's great. That can be great in a certain system if you've got players behind you or, you know, you're a more attacking, free-flowing team. But but he never picks his head up and goes, right, I'm going to get across. What we effectively need is those those two players, but quicker versions of them. But we're not going to get that, are we? And that, that makes it really difficult. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And it's so evident how without why why the core is so important to us. I think I think what the manager's done, I mean, it was Everton's seventh clean sheet in eleven mm. games last night. So we've we've got that stability as in he knows he knows what he wants. There's a structure in place there. The players are all buying into it, they're all working hard with it. We know when we lose a couple of the cogs that it's more difficult for us. And the core is a key cog, isn't he? You know, Seamus Coleman hasn't been available enough. Ashley Young is someone who you could you could alter this mm. certainly he's an option off the yeah, bench, yeah. isn't he, when the wingers are tired. Because at the moment you can see the wing like on just going back to Villa on Sunday, Jack Harrison was knackered towards the end. And you it was a bit like the Brighton <clears> game. <throat> yeah. Absolutely. And you're thinking, is this gonna come back here? Because they were they were trying to get wide and put crosses in there at the end and it's like 
is this going to bite us on the arse? If, now, if he would have had Ashley, I mean, Ashley would have probably been playing, but if he would have had Ashley Young to come yeah. on there for 15 minutes, he could have took Jack Harrison off. And that's why last night I was a little bit looking, thinking, this is a game you're not... You wanted to win, of course, you did, but at home, you're trying to build momentum so that you're getting your home form better, so you feel good there. And also teams start looking, thinking, these are actually all right at home. Because for too long, we've been losing nine or ten home games in the season or whatever. Stupid amounts of defeats where we are trying to arrest that. But there's still those moments where he could mix it up slightly. You're right with Dan Jume. He's got something, but he hasn't got their aptitude. He's not going to go and work his bollocks off for you. And Lewis Dobbins simply ain't ready. I think, I think in a game like that, all it's about mm. is getting through. Mm. Yeah, Nothing yeah. else matters. Yeah. And if Everton at home, if you're the manager, I think you'd say this yourself. If Everton get a clean sheet at home, they expect to win. Yeah, yeah And obviously it's a cup game, so, so, you're so you've got to yeah. go, you've got to have something on the night. But yeah. if Everton get a clean sheet at home, they expect to win. Yeah. And and that's the top and bottom of it. And I think that's what he's done last night. And I think, and I have no real issue with that. I don't walk out going, that's a terrible. And I don't think anyone would have. No. I don't think anyone with a brain would have. Because the chain, the, the 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 finite changes he can make, he can't make mm. because he's got Adrissa Garner gay away. And he's got Ashley Young. And they're the they're the only changes he can that you see. Ashley Young would play on the right, and Jack Harrison would play central. Yeah, and the striker. Mm. So that's the only change. Yeah, or he could yeah. say, I'm going to play maybe James Garner further forward, but I'm going to have a Disha Garner guy sit, sitting in with mm-hmm. Owen And they're basically the only, op- the only, only options, apart from what he did last night, which was bring Gomez in. Now, Gomez might have given him a little bit more f- you know, food for thought. And I hope he did. He still looks like he's carrying a fridge when he runs. He does. I mean, when he got that one-on-one in the second, that well, it wasn't one-on-one. Then he but, got played, but about played. five seconds, it was one-on-one, and then he went, I, I, I can't beat this fella, and yeah. just checked back and lost it. It's just slow. But, but at the same but time, nice football. Such a, you can see there's a play in it. There's, there's a footballer in there. The problem you've got with Andre, there is, and he's good on the ball, he's strong, but doesn't score enough goals. No, ironically, no. got the winner, yeah. but he doesn't score goals. He doesn't create goals, does he? He's just someone who... He, he keeps the ball. He, he you know, he, he looks good. And in a, in a team that had a lot of goals, where he wasn't, it wasn't relying on him. He's fine. But for us, sadly for us, we're always looking for these players to be the provider or the goal scorer because there is a death of goals. And Pet said it before. There is no pace in this side at all. No, you're absolutely right. The only thing for me is, which is, which is a maybe. Thing is similar to Decore, he, he's often been played deeper. Yeah. In no, the he, he looks. Team don't get me wrong, he looks yeah. all right there. Even, I, I know he didn't score from open play last mm. night as a free kick, but he did have that chance yeah, in the, the first the half, left, and you know he? he he took it from distance, playing a bit further up the pitch. Mm. You know because we do play through that sort of number ten mm. second striker hybrid role. You know that that's our attack and threat, especially when our two wingers aren't blessed with attack and talent. That's mm. where we play through. Mm. And that's where we've struggled. And I think Gomez simply being on the pitch just showing the benefit of having someone who can replicate the basics, uh, the attacking side of that role, just getting them same mm. positions, just gives us a way to play through, even if he's not to core. Eh? Long term, will he succeed there? I don't think so. I don't think he'll be at Everton mm. long term. So his contract's it's, running it's out. It's a nice template, though, isn't it? Well, it's a nice it, template. Yeah. Like, so like, like what he's you know, like, yeah. if Everton, what the next if Everton do. You know, stay in the Premier League and everything else this season, and then you look at someone like, dare I say, Ross Barkley, mm. who would be out of contract. Mm. Then you'd look at him and go, he could, 
did so somebody did go? Three. I mean, I know we got De- Delhi. I don't. I don't. I don't expect Delhi Ali will ever play for them. Mm. And uh, again, but you might get six games out of them at the end of the season. Simply because no, what I meant was simply. But because that I think what Gomez has showed just by playing in that role that it doesn't have to be filled by a decor type. Mm. If someone can pick up the ball and and start moving with it. There is, there's definitely that that space between the midfield and the centre backs. If you've got someone with a little bit of drive, they can take advantage of that. And See, diff- no, you're right, but I think our wingers have got to take it on themselves to to get themselves up and get involved because mm. we've got two midfielders there that sit. James Garner tries to get involved. Don't Arna's up and down, but in general he's a six. You've got your two centre backs. You still always have one of your full back. I mean, a lot of teams, like I know the very best teams, leave two at the back when they're attacking. But we'd still be leaving at least four there. Our wingers were right, you know, should be high. And and the other thing is when we get into those areas with someone like Dominic Calvert Lewin, he should just be throwing. Like when Dwight McNeil was was on form last season, he was getting the ball running and just crossing it. And sometimes he was crossing it blind, he was just putting it into the danger zone. Mm-hmm. And then we start to get. Then you've on got the, the second it. ball. Then exactly, well, you're battling for you the just second get ball it in that zone. And but just at the minute we're hesitating, he's like running and he's like stopping and checking back and passing it back. And does and that make it like? Does it? Does Dwight McNeil then suit the role playing behind Dom then? Then, no, then actually Jack Harrison does. Well, that's an option though, isn't it? Because Dwight McNeil can shoot, he, he can he can strike a ball, he can but go he can past, run with the he, ball. Go, he travels with it, he goes past players comfortably enough, can he can beat a man comfortably <coughs> and he's got a great strike on him, has he got enough to thread balls through, probably he's got a decent brain, it's the pace in the wide area that lets him down, but last year he did cope with it, because he was just getting it out of his feet and putting deliveries into the and then when it was opening up ahead of him, he was having a goal and he scored a couple of crackers. Mm. We do need to see something like that. And maybe when, I don't know, maybe if Ashley Young comes just... back and the manager goes, well, the, you know, say the Corey's out, we'll start Ashley Young on the right and Jack Harrison on the left, not Dwight McNeil off, Dom. Mm. You know what I mean? It just You've got to have a couple of but options. That's Everton still need to bring someone in. That's where it's nuts, though. What Everton need to do in the real world is let Dan Juma go. Get him and obviously have a replacement. If he's not going to play, yeah. Do you know, do you, if he's not, yeah. it's not even he's not going to play. He just doesn't suit us because he's not. He is so he is so different from the other two that we need someone. Ashley Young will do what Harrison does. Yeah. We and need someone on the left I mean. that can do what McNeil does. Which is Jack Harrison with a little bit of pace. Do, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Or you have to get into Dobbin every day and. And work his bollocks off. I don't to... think Dobbin will do it. No, Harry. no, but what I mean is you have yeah. to educate him on what his role is. Like when he came on last night, it's I want to impress, I want to mm. impress, I want to impress. It's like, no, calm down. You're a five yard pass to McNeil. And if you oh. play the simple five yard pass, you McNeil's in. in on goal mm. and he doesn't. He mm. oh, oh, plays it, actually played it too late and played it. A seven, I mean, made it a seven I, yard pass. Ironically, nearly scored from it. No, I know, but, but that's what I'm right. saying. No, you're right, yeah. If you but could, he played that pass with the intention of getting it back, which he did, mm. didn't he? Rather than slipping. Probably, through. I mean. But he still hit it too far ahead. McNeil would have been in, because mm. McNeil could. But, but no, what I'm saying Harrison's done well on the left, though, for Leeds, because he's gets it out of his. Because he has got a little bit of pace. He's not like rapid, but he's got a little bit of pace. He can move the ball. 
And he's left foot. And he's a player who wants to cut inside. He tries that on the right, but then mm. he's a bit too one-footed. Mm. But that's his natural game to come inside. And, but then he doesn't even have the overlap on fullback all the time. So it's like, he's a player that's out. These are the problems that we can't solve. Are they? No, Let's no. be honest. He's, the manager's done well to be able to craft something no. that. No, I think what we're saying difficult. is these are why we why we are. This is why we we are the way we are. Mm. We're not picking holes in in it. We're just saying this is actually why mm. we are the way we are. We had. I mean, last night we had. In the first half, Dom forced a good, good run, actually, and forced a good save out of Sam Johnson, didn't he, with the keeper push wide. They had a similar one, which Al Virginia tipped over, didn't he, which broke in the box, as he'd had a couple of little runs, but he was comfortable save. the ball out of a scramble at one point. And number. Gomez had the shot, like you said, which he'd done well from, and it, but it was a comfortable save for Johnson, like down the throat. And then, obviously, we got the free kick, um, Lena jumping through the air with two feet. Some people had saved out of control. Uh, he was he was going for the ball, but you're not really allowed to do that anymore, Ian, which is why uh, he got the yellow card from it. And then Andre Gomez has stood over it with Jack Harrison. And I'm sat there saying we haven't scored a free kick since Luca Dean scored one against Watford five years ago with Goodison. And uh, lo and behold, Gomez steps up and scores a cracker. Yeah, the um, last player you expected it from, really, you know, just in terms of his goal scoring record. No, and Jack Harrison was the last person <laughs> <laughs> from. Yeah, I'll give you that. But mm. um, we have seen, you know, Decore in that role pick up on goals, and mm. yet it, it was from. Uh, it wasn't from open play, but okay, it's on a good angle. I don't think the wall was arranged great as well. I think you know we did get a little bit lucky about the Paris greatest wall I've ever seen. It was beautiful. Great lineup for Sam Better than China. The best free kick. Great ball of China is great, but on a football pitch, yeah. don't but, think um, you get away with that. I, I still think Gomez hit it really well, and you know it, it doesn't matter about the wall, it doesn't matter about could the keeper do better. It was a great free kick. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying you've still got to take the it. The fact that it hit the post as well, just to give it that ping back. Brushed the post and went behind the keeper, it was great. And yeah, just a very good moment for him. And yeah. I think as long as the core is out, Gomez will have his name in contention anyway, but just to mm. get the goal to show for it, just gives yeah. him that little personal boost that, you know, keeps him in the manager's good Is he like our third top goal scorer now? With one. Two? He's got two? He's got at Spurs? Oh, he did score at Spurs, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, so... This is his best ever return. <laughs> yeah, this genuinely his best goal scoring season ever. He's <laughs> on a run. It? Two in five. <laughs> That's not bad. No, but yet he he does have something to give, even though he's not the ideal player for it. It might not be his ideal position. He is just someone who can just get on the ball around that final third and pick it up, just gives us that out ball and just allows us to play we want to play. And, and he drops into the midfield as well and makes it a three. Yeah, and that's he, a midfield player. He doesn't do he? the same defensive work because he can't get around well, that's the pitch it. As, yeah. long as, he's not the, as long as he's not the last man. No, well, that's it. Quite fine. Yeah, he's all right. And Too he many will visions of seeing on. people run past him. But no, no, well, you know that. But he's, right. if he's not in that defensive role, he's fine, isn't he? And, and you're right, he probably is the answer. He's probably, for now, in terms of looking at the squad, maybe he's just a short-term answer. Um but we do have that flexibility well, if Young comes back that McNeil or Harrison can go in there as well if he's if he does an hour saying he can't get in. But like you were saying before, though, it's about the squad, isn't it? It's about if you've got players out who are injured, don't be flogging other people or for, forcing them into positions. Play someone who can play in that role and that's mm. that's something you want to see more mm. um, when you can. It doesn't mean you make him five or six changes. It means making one sensible change rather than having to move people mm. around. And that's not always what this... 
what this manager does. Sometimes this manager will will make like you know in the in the first game, he, you know, I'll, I'll put McNeil over there and I'll put Addison there and I'll put Dan Juma. It's just like, well, couldn't you have just made one change? That just... couldn't Dan or shouldn't Dan Juma in theory be able to play the decore role because he got he's greedy, isn't he? Which is weird because he's a forward. Why doesn't drop into like, midfield? But that's the problem. He does defensively, but he he should be so because he likes running with the ball. And that should create opportunities. It's also as well though, like you were saying, Pez, he's just not switched on enough as a footballer. Decore, mm. I think he's always times his runs quite well. He always mm. knows where to be to pick that loose ball up. Yeah, it's like he reads the attack while as it's falling mm. out, and he knows where he needs to be if he's going to pick the ball up. Mm. I don't think Dan. Jude has that train of force. He knows how to take a man on. Mm. You know, he'll always back himself running at a player, but yeah. I don't think he has that stop and think, okay, what's the next play? Where's this ball going to be there for? That's where I should be. And then there's the defensive side of it. Is it okay, Gomez doesn't get around the pitch at speed either, but because he is naturally a midfielder, mm. he will just naturally drop back and make it a free attempt when we're off the ball. Dan Juma, I don't know where he'd come. Off the ball, I think, would become more of a 4-4-2, which we have seen at times with Decore when it seems like he's been given instructions to stay there and he's been out the game and we've been thin in midfield. Leon is, I think, the place he'd prefer to go, Dan Juma, when he's dropped off. Um, come out for the second half, obviously 1-0 up, hoping to build on it a little bit. And the game... Just petered out certainly in the first fifteen minutes, and then they took Ezzy off, and that was almost like give up. Yeah, it was almost like well, we've had a little go. It was like well, they made five subs, and it was basically mm. like we're playing Arsenal half, half twelve. On yeah, I mean, the manager said that after and, the game, and we've so. got to we've got to make sure we look after our players. And I think it suited us. It would have been nice if we could have got another one. We never, never really pushed too much. Obviously, mm. you mentioned before, like when Dobbin came on, he had the little flick, and it was unlucky. Um, but there was. I thought the most controversial moment of the second half was their goalkeeper not not getting the ball off the net, mm, even though left the, it, yeah. the assistant referee was like, "Can you get that?" Because we can't mm. kick off, and he was like, "No." Mm. I thought it was the most controversial moment. What a tit! Um, you know, mm. but I there mean, you go. Controversial to me was how much gay moment. Literally moaned or just I say I don't find that controversial. I sit here with you a lot. I don't find <laughs> that controversial. Well, I just think running men. Patterson gets elbowed and he had runs seventy yards to have a goal to referee. Mm. Forgive him. I just he just cry arsed. I said on my video he's definitely had an argument with his, with his bird or his partner before he's left, and um, it's just been on his mind because he just moaned all night in the first yeah, slightly he was moaning. I have no issue with um, But they, yeah, I mean the Crystal Palace fans are obviously very disappointed yeah. with Roy Hodgson for taking Nezzy off and let him know. Mm. Uh, in no uncertain terms he has said after the game he'd have been unhappy as yeah, well yeah. but they've got a game at the weekend and as I think he said he's like basically our most important player and if he'd have got injured they'd have been moaning then because yeah. he misses a big game Saturday so slightly mad because it's a cup competition but if their priority list is Arsenal rather than Everton played into Everton's hands because they didn't really do anything it was a game it was a weird game Everton didn't either I just found both teams got into the final third and then just had the ball taken off them too easy because of indecision. Like, we had one where Jack Harrison goes on a, a good run, he's running, and McNeil makes a good run across one way and Dom pulls away. And if he just plays it, Dom's in and he hesitates, mm -hmm. hesitates, and then goes to play it as he's closed down. It's like a block tackle and it's lost. And McNeil's like, mate, I've ran and I've, yeah. I'm out of position now. Nate broke on us. And Quite a few moments. Like Dwight that. McNeil twice then tried to turn out when he was the left-back and lost the ball and they had the break on it. 
it, there was one on that end as well where I think it was Brown White went in for the tackle and he got it, but it bounced up and it just had the makings of especially a second half where there's just lacking that adrenaline. You know, mm. that little bit of bite and that a lot of factors in that the atmosphere, the cup replay, freezing. Players were cold. It's, you could tell. It was, it was lacking that little bit of uh, mental intensity. It was flat, honestly, for an FA Cup game. And it was cold night. No one wanted to be there. It was flat. No one and the players, no, but sometimes, even if it can be flat, you can see there is a bit of niggle and there's a bit of intensity. When two teams really don't want to be there. Really it it, it obviously that. transmits. <laughs> Second half, I just... It suited us because we didn't didn't really... Until, like, we got literally into injury time, there was no need for us to even step the game up. And I mean, we had... We had what a, did you think of bringing Dobbin up? Well, I know, but fair, we've had a Dwight McNeil volley, which the keeper had a comfortable mm. shape on, and Dom snatched that one, which was a good chance, actually, yeah. played in. I think it might have been McNeil who played them in, or Gomez, and he, he got it out of his foot, and he couldn't wait to get the shot yeah. away, and he had space. He could have gone again. If he'd yeah. have took another touch and got himself closer, the angle would have narrowed and he'd have, he'd have been able to. And you can see that's a striker with no confidence. But when he was warming, like, because obviously they made five changes. So they were fresh, half a team and all that. And he was, when our players were warming up, we could see Dan Juma warming up mm. and Ben Godfrey was doing, look like he was doing an extensive warm up, like he was going to come on and then Dobbin. Probably just cold. And then, yeah. And then, yeah, it was Lewis Dobbin. Coming on, I was a little bit surprised. It wasn't just like the fact that Lewis Dobbin came, came on, on, it was the position came he on came in. in. The number 10. That's a lot of responsibility mm. you're giving him in a game which... wide, yeah. He knows that. He's played there, mm. hasn't he? But it, yeah, he put him on. Maybe he just thought it's, it's the easiest position to put him on in. While we've still got the structure of the team and we still, yeah. he'll have insurance behind him. And he come on and... He wasn't intense though. I, like I always look at younger players yeah. like that and think, go on and run around and put people under pressure and, and let like you set the tempo because he was only I think he come on mid seventies, wasn't he? I'm thinking go and go and step a few of our players up mm. by closing down quickly or getting you know winning the ball back, get the crowd going, and he he didn't. And now the manager might say I told him to be calm and just drop off. But there's there's a fine line, I think, when you're a sub, I think, especially a young player who, who's trying to establish himself. Go make something happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, because when he came in against Chelsea a few weeks ago and mm, obviously got his goal, yeah, but even yeah. before that, I was mm. impressed by the fact he just came on and did the defensive yeah, work. Yeah, got straight into he'd it. He'd clearly been told to, OK, just do the dirty work. You're going mm. to be a second fullback. Mm. Yeah, just give us that protection. And he, he did, came on he? and did that. He's obviously followed his instructions and... Okay, maybe, like you say, he's given different instructions here, but your fresh legs in a team that doesn't make that many substitutions. Mm. Palace are a little bit dead on their feet as well, and they're looking towards the weekend now. Just by running under a little bit, the mm. player quality won't even come into it at this stage. It won't matter that you've only really played League One mm. football. You're so much fresher than them. Just get about a bit and just make a nuisance of yourself. Because it just it reminded me a little bit of when he come on at Burnley. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And he was like, he was there, but, he, but there was no like impact. I hadn't listened to the instructions. I, I, no, I, I couldn't understand why they brought him on. I mm-hmm. just thought it was an interesting one. I, like, you know, it didn't bother me. That, like, I just thought it was an interesting one. They'd give him that responsibility with, with 13 minutes of the game left mm. to put him in a position. Which, But I can understand why, because I think Sean Dyche does believe our back line, mm. you know, are, gonna, are good enough to see out. Uh, with and he's been proven right on so many yeah. occasions. And fair. I think with having Dobbin in the hole meant that he could pick the ball up and run with it mm. and stretch Palace at, at a moment where they're not going to sit back, they're going to play up at a slightly mm. higher line. And and I suppose in some part he, he did get that right. If he'd got McNeil's passing to McNeil right, mm. McNeil would have been in and it's because he's run with the ball. He just has to calm down mm. because he is like any young player. I described that last night as when um, Anthony Gordon come into the team under, under uh, Carlo. And it's it's I want to impress, I want to impress. Mm, I'm forgetting frantic. forgetting the work that he has to do when he, and then Benitez almost grabbed all of them. If you want to be in this team, which you can be, do what I say because all the other stuff will Slow come. It down. And I think Dobbin has to just do that. He's he just wants he it. just wants to impress. Mm. But but in trying to impress, it's there's a frantic side to his game. And he isn't good enough. Mm. He's not good enough to do the thing that he's supposed just go on, just do the basic. If there's a five yard pass, make it the best five yard pass yeah, you yeah. can make, make sure it. it not, there, not, yeah. Don't make it a seven yard pass. No. But I think for me, again, I've said this before, after the Open, it's that if I was Hodgson, I'd just be getting the fourth official to hold the timing up on the board because the minute that six minutes yeah. went up, Chris, that was like the best team talk they could have ever had because all of a sudden it was like, oh, we're going to have a go. Chance, yeah. And um, they got a great opportunity, ball in from Gay and. It was. So I see Mateta rise and thinking, oh, and it went over his head. And I, th- I think it might be Sluffers here at the yeah. far post with the header and Jarpajinia just does the Peter Schmeichel star, doesn't he, and blocks it. But it was a heart in the mouth moment, mainly because it was. There might be another thirty oh, minutes. No, that was that was it. Was that was it? Um, Don't do this to us. And it got. It was a good block. And then a couple of minutes later, he was brave. He come out and was brave and took the ball as well at the feet. There was one where he really took the right. ball and it squared away from. Yeah, him, but that was because Mateta. But he was good though. But he, was, he, he come off his line really. He come off his line really well, mm. and he was decisive. And 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 you you know, there's a play, there's a goalie there. Whether mm. it's for Everton in the future or somebody else, mm. there's a goalie there. He's very calm. I like, I told you it was funny at the end when he came over to the glass, he was telling me the fist pumps and it was, it was like, well, nice one, mate. But he's, yeah, only, nice one. he's only played with no crowd, though, for Everton. Yeah. It was his first game at Goodison with the crowd, hasn't yeah. he? 
Well, he played with over, but there was no fans there, there was there. So for no, him, no. that was a huge yeah, moment, wasn't it? Yeah, and being able to rise to that occasion mm. as well, because um, mm. probably one of the bigger crowds he's ever played in front of yeah, yeah. as well. And um, <laughs> yeah, like you said, I, I don't see him ever being Everton's number one, because, you know, we've got Pickford. Mm. But, you know, it, it's good for him on a personal level mm. if, you know, maybe he plays our cup games, that's a shop window for him. And someone goes, well, he'd be a good number one for us, if not. He can hopefully be a player we can rely on for as and when we need him. And he did make a very crucial save. And yeah, I'm, I'm just happy for him on a personal level. Even if we don't see him again in the cup, even if he now brings Pickford back in, as you know, we potentially move to the last stages. I, I must admit, with I him, think you'll play against Luton. I must Let's admit that there's um, thinking about play goalies, second choice goalies, they're always at like one end of the one end of the other of the spectrum. Either all the goalies or really young mm. goalies. For what I've seen of him, and not just these games, but what we've seen in lockdown as well, and he has improved since lockdown. For his age, he seems to be the most sort of you actually could see him going as somewhere. Goal, and do, yeah. Whereas there's not many we've had before, like going back ages with like Simonson. I like Joel. Like I think no, Joel. Joel was good, Joel. but I but I actually think Joel. But what I'm think what I'm saying is Joel for me was was the number one. Till Pickford came. He used to, was he? Till Pickford yeah. and then Pickford came. Because Jordan Pickford's had like Stecklenberg and he's had. Uh, Robin Olsen and Begovic mm. so this keeper 23 year old 24 is a young goalie mm. at the other end and, and obviously he's played two games against Palace got mm. two clean sheets I mean that's all he can do as a young goalkeeper yeah. isn't he come in he's done whatever's been asked of him he's done it I, I do feel the where I feel sorry for him is when we get to the final and we put Pickford back, no, back Pickford. in. I think that's. Or Lonergan. You know, Lonergan's I don't never, think Lonergan will get But he's never it. played. You've got to give him get on the bench, game. Lonergan. You've got to give him a game. He's I'll never played. Get a game outfield the way things are going. Uh, I mean. But a goalkeeper, what did he make of his kicking? Kicking was moaning. Great. No, his kicking's not great. He's like, it's all right. It's, isn't, but he, no, it's like old rash. goalkeeper yeah, kicking. Yeah, yeah. It's like. Non-modern. You understand that? Yeah, you know that, Jack. Yeah. Where keepers just kick the ball in a general direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, Nick Pope does. I was going to say Nick Pope does it. Every fair play, fair play. So, you know, England number one. And Sam Johnston isn't great with his feet. Well, he can't get the ball off the top of the bloody goal. No, his kicking needs needs work. Clearly needs work. Yeah, definitely. But listen, it was a good win. Dobbin almost, like you said, Dobbin almost wrapped it up with that little back heel after overhitting the pass. Yeah, and it, there was there was a few of those moments where we we created a good bit of space, and the final ball was dreadful. We over it, or we under mm. it, or we took we turned back, or and we'd had a few of them as they did in the first half. But name of the game was to win, was to win, get through. Name of the game's football, yeah. yeah. And that was what we did last night. Like I said before, another clean sheet. Yeah, trying to build that home form up. I think since we lost the opening four games, it's just the both Manchester clubs have won at Goodison and. Both games could have arguably been different stories. Mm. So the manager is trying to get that home form up a little bit, a bit more durable at home and back-to-back mm. clean sheets in a few days with, you know, Villa and Palace, two Premier League teams. Gives you a bit of hope for the second half of the season, despite all the other stuff. We're on a three-game unbeaten run. That is coming. We are. You're absolutely right. And yeah. we've conceded no goals in that, that three games. Mm. So, it's all good. It's all good. 2024, Everton are flying. This is going to be our year. One goal scored. The Dice Express. 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 Got a bit of cumin and... Yeah. A bit of Jordan Henderson. Obviously, that win... That win last night means Everton face Luton Town in round four a week on Saturday to three o'clock kickoff. 
Uh, let's have a look at the match stats from the game last night. Here we go. Everton won Palace nil. Nine shots for Everton, 11 for Crystal Palace. Both had five on target. Both had no big chances in the game. And Everton won the possession. Very rare that Sean Dyche's team wins the possession. That's what I'd and be wins more match. That's what I'd be more embarrassed about if I was Palace. That we won the possession. Yeah, it's a rarity, though. It, it's the Gomez effect. Mm. There is. I'd have that he just keeps it on his midfielder on the pitch. Do you know what I'm really surprised Roy about? Hodgson said it was on Gomez was unstoppable. You know what I'm really surprised about that you haven't put some kind of weird accent on on Gamera. I don't yeah, think go Gomez or something like that. Or Gomez because you love taking people's names yeah, and, and like change, just mixing it up. I improved them. Calvert Lewin. That's his name. Calvert Lewin. You know, I thought it, Calvert Lewin, I thought it, it would have been Gamesh or Germans. Sorry, what, or sorry what do you call Calvert Lewin? Calvert Lewin. Calvert Lewin. Not Calvert Lewin. Calvert Lewin. Mm. I feel like that's it's the same thing. It's just a guy Well, is he? Yeah. Is he? But Gerardo, that's fine. Gerardo Brandweight. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Brainthweight. Mm -hmm. No, it's absolutely fine. A win. Yeah. Next round, Luton be a tough... I mean, Luton will be a tough game only because the... Yeah, before this <laughs> season, this season they're hard to play against. Mm -hmm. they, they make it difficult and a threat from set pieces. But you know, hopefully this team have learned a few things about themselves mm -hmm. since that first looting game, and you know we can approach it differently this time. Do you think, sorry, just to finish, Pat? Do you think the timing of the looting game? Do you think the manager will be looking at Fulham and mm -hmm. obviously spares it? It's Everton have got three games in that week. No, I don't think do he's think that. I don't no. think he's that kind of manager, is he? I think he's I, just, I'm just thinking if the the core may well be out of all of them games, but I just meant if if he was like a little bit like I that think he'll have Young Corey. back and he'll have Coleman back, so we'll have options. Mm. Um, we'll have all our new signings as well. Absolutely, absolutely. I think Ashley yeah, Young does. Jack. Ashley Young opens up a couple of options mm. to change the team around just allows us to move players around a bit doesn't it and you know, and we all think it's a bit of a weird one Dobbin coming on in the position he did but that shows me maybe he's been earmarked as a potential player for that role and maybe that's something they're working on with him to potentially mm. play that position as well different different games yeah mm. maybe good good because you need we, we do need options don't yeah. we Right, there you go, that's enough for a game. Listen, I haven't won the game, and mm -hmm. if you've never thrown in, that's all that matters. We're, we're in the next round, we've got Luton. Palace fans, sure. You're frustrated with Ezzy going off, but you're probably just a bit like, yeah. on we go. Um, let us know what you think in the comments section below. Give the video a thumbs up, subscribe if you haven't. And uh, we will see you later. Hello, welcome back. We'll just go through your...